Hey guys, welcome to the International Fatherhood Podcast. So we've got Tom from Dad Strong, Anthony from Dad Bot Apparel, and I'm Leroy from the Fit Dad Lifestyle. Today's topic is what have we incorporated into our daily life to make a difference to our fatherhood? So welcome to the chat, guys. What is going on, sir? How are you? Very, yeah, very how's well. Going? So Tom, start with you over in Germany. Win of the week, mate. What have you done this week? Yeah, it's been a great week, man. I just, I always love beginnings. I'm like a, I love the new day. As you can see behind me, I love getting up early. I love a new week because you can always reflect on the week past and then the month. So I'm, I'm digging that it's August. I always love to recalibrate, reflect on what I need to do to improve, which we'll be talking about today. And I've just started a thing called 30 Days of Discipline, which is a program from a guy that I had on the podcast who gave me the program for free. Um, it's like these insane workouts every day. As you can see, the rings behind me. And it's like yesterday, I did like 850 reps, which I don't think I've ever done in my life before. Um, and so I've done two days of that and I'm going with that. And um, we talked about what we cut out last week. And so part of the program is cutting out gossip. So don't talk, not talking about anybody else in a negative way, which has been very interesting, man, because I've noticed how often I sink into that and don't even realize it's really talking about somebody else um, and then not complaining. Uh, getting up super early. Uh, what was the other thing? Doing an act of kindness every day. So doing that program has really just the last two days have been awesome. Like it's just amazing how when you like what we're going to talk about today, when you renew that or when you put these things in place, it just it changes it changes the game like completely. So for me, in the last two days, I've just felt even though I've had less sleep because I've been getting up early and stuff, I feel really intentional, really present with my kids. Oh, another thing is no phone after seven o'clock at night. So zero, like this goes down after seven o'clock at night, which has been amazing. And just to think that, um, that we can have that power over our lives and over our emotional states and our mental life and then over our body by really becoming fit and healthy um, just feels great, man. And I always encourage guys just to realize how much just little things in their life can make a change. So what we're talking about today, I've been kind of doing. Anthony, what about you? You guys just make me feel guilty all the time. We were giving up drinking for a year when we're back on lockdown and all I'm doing is drinking every night. And oh, yeah, I stopped drinking Tom, too. Tom, you're yeah. giving up. Yeah, Tom, giving yeah, I stopped up drinking too. Gossiping when I'm <laughs> no going through like <laughs> an entire pivot from the entire pivot on my brand recently and I can't say anything or gossip about it. Man, okay, well, that's fine. It's pretty positive though, man, isn't it? That, that, that pivot's going to be, that pivot's going to be possible. It like is. it's going to be it the is. best thing that ever happened to you, bro. <laughs> no, I agree. I think it is as well. I'm excited. I'm excited to share. Um, so yeah, no, I agree. Um, and that, you know, like I said, uh, I think out of, out of change comes growth and that's the important thing. Um, something good that happened. Uh, my wife and I actually, it was about a week ago, we celebrated our seventh anniversary. So we are going on seven years of marriage. So that was, we actually went out for the night, had a, had a little date oh, wow. night, which we don't do very often. Um, so it was nice. It was, we need to do it more. And I think that's important in just having a relationship and a marriage is just actually spending time together because it's always about the kids. And that's one of the advice I got when we first had our kids was like, it's going to sound messed up, but your number one priority should still be your significant other, not the kids. Because if that's strong, then the relationship with your kids is going to be strong. So what is that? What was that that you said? What is that? A date night? What is this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have you had that? Know, Leroy, do you know what that is? Because I don't know what that is anymore. No, mate, my, my date nights are done for the next year. I don't know what to do on date night now. I'm not drinking. <laughs> not drinking, not betting on sports. Yeah. <laughs> oh, going to have to actually have a jealous, conversation. Bro. 
I so badly <laughs> wanted to have one of those. I haven't had one of those. I don't know when last. And that's maybe one of my biggest failures at the moment is that I just haven't been able to whittle it out with a little one, man. She's so connected. She's so attached to her mom and to me and stuff that we just, it seems like we can't just leave her alone and do that. So our date nights are at home, basically. <laughs> you know, I think you'd be surprised, to be honest with you. Like, I, you feel that way, but and that's how we felt with Adriana as well. Um, and then, you know, slowly but surely, it kind of gets better. I mean, granted, we went out after they were down, so the the babysitter didn't have to like put the kids oh, down, which yeah. I think is a big deal. But um, but it was nice, man. I'll be honest, like it was nice, and we found you know a younger younger girl who is local and can come because before it was always our parents, and it, that's something actually kind of going in today's podcast, which maybe could be a segue, but that's something that we're going to try to implement a bit more um, going forward maybe once a week or once every other week type of thing. So, Yeah, we, we, cool. we had that same thing with our uh, youngest son, Tanner. He was very clingy and, you know, we're, we're, we're very lucky. We got both our families uh, in the same town where we live and, you know, we'd take, it, uh, take him to mum and dad's if we're ever going out for, you know, dinner or, you know, going to see friends or whatever the case may be. And, and it would literally be heartbreaking because he would be screaming and crying at the top of his voice as you're walking out the door. But you know, yeah. you rang you rang the parents or text the parents, you know, five minutes later once you're down the road or got to the restaurant or whatever the case may be. And he's happy as Larry, he's in the bath, he's he's playing with his brother and this and that. And it's just that initial five minutes that makes you feel so bad, but then they distract him with, you know, a TV show, a bath, you know, whatever the case is, and um, you know, he, he's fine again. And I think it it's probably more as, as hard as it is seeing them going through that. It's probably harder on us or, you know, in that belief that we're doing something wrong by leaving them than <laughs> it is actually to what, you know, they're feeling. Is that parenthood though? Like parenthood is literally guilting, like guilt on the parents and it is on the kids. Cause I know I always say, I'm like, you don't remember like the first probably five, six years of your life as it, you know, now. So where you feel like you're terrible and absolutely ruining your child. You don't even remember by the time you're 13, you know? Yeah. We hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's been good Leroy and your, what's been happening by your side, man? Mate, a uh, week and a bit into this whole crazy 12 month, oh, yeah. uh, trans, not, it's not a transformation. It's just, I guess, taking away all the negativity <laughs> and cleansing, cleansing, cleansing. A year cleanse um, transformation. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> probably been a bit of an adjusting period because you know we have got or you know we're not in that big of restrictions or lockdown or anything where we are right now and and there is that opportunity to catch up with friends or go watch the footy you know because we can have i think like thirty thousand people in a sports stadium at the moment like stuff here especially in the northern half of australia like southern half just got put into stage four lockdown like they're on curfews they're not allowed to you know, go outside after 8 p.m. at night. They're, they've shut down every industry bar, you know, like a, like hospitals and post office and stuff like that. And, mate, Southern Australia is like, there's it's just gone for the next six weeks, basically. Um, whereas up here, we've got like 12 active cases because everyone keeps lying on their border declarations and, you know, getting back into the state. Mm. So, um, yeah, but, mate, going back to the winds, getting on top of that and actually starting to put some plans in place and actually having some sort of um, routine and schedule and, and not just going about the day, you know, just willy nilly and actually having a bit of structure. Um, and then two, from a business point of view, uh, eight month, um, you know, 
pro process of launching our protein. Uh, so we went through. Nice, man. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, mate. It's been, you know, about eight very, um, you know, variations on getting the right flavor and then actually, you know, then getting it produced in these crazy times. And we do it all in Australia here. So it's all Australian made. And yeah, so it's um, been a very long process. And, you know, it's that final tick in the box for our, you know, supplement range to, you know, really start pushing out to uh, the general public, which is you know, so how does a lot it of stress mix? Out. Amazing. How does that, it blend? Yeah, perfect. So that was one of the biggest things like that had to taste well, had to blend well, but it had to have, you know, every important ingredient in it as well. So that were the biggest three pain points because I blend mine with the smoothie. And the worst thing is you when do. you have, you know, a smoothie or even put it in water if you're leaving the gym or something like that and you have chunks in it and it just, you know, you get a chunk in your mouth or it gets stuck in the bottom <laughs> of your thing. And yeah. Like, yeah. I couldn't have that. And um, it was, you know, one thing that I was going to live or die by was, um, you know, taste the ability to blend and um, also having quality ingredients. So. Cool, bro. Yeah, awesome. but I'll have to get some over to you both. So shoot me both your address after this podcast and I'll get a heap of product over to you so yeah. you can try it and let me know and give the audience a feedback in about four weeks when it eventually gets to you with Australia Post <laughs> at the moment. Right. So. Cool, man. Yeah, man. So I mean, I suppose we can just segue straight into to what we've been doing because I think we've been touching on it anyway. You and me, Laurie, right, Leroy, exactly. and Anthony. I mean, it's you also have you know just like you said, like that thing with the date night. You initially you thought I oh, would lock down. You haven't done it, but I suppose lockdown kind of can facilitate us also doing things differently and and putting things in place. So we realize, wow, this is actually something I'd like to keep in our life. So, like Anthony, what are some of the things that you you know, we talked about last week that we've we cutting things out of our life, and and that's made a big difference to me. So, so Leroy, you and I, I mean, cutting out the alcohol, it does make a big difference. And I cut it out because I just found myself not performing at that level on alcohol. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like bad, but I just found myself more tired, more irritable, and I thought, what's the point? Like, let me try and get off it for a while, and and um and see what happens. So, but then on the other hand, we have to add things, you know, in our lives to also like take a step forward. So, Anthony, what are the, some of the things that you have. It doesn't have to be now, but just what are the, some of the game changes that you've incorporated in your life? You, you're successful. You're obviously yeah. healthy. You fit. You've got a good marriage. You've, you, you care for your kids. I mean, so what are some of the things that have made a difference? One of the things, one of the things that I always I got in the habit of doing when I had gotten to fitness competitions a, a while ago was we had to do ca um, cardio super early in the morning and then also like so twice a day and like doing cardio for a long period of time. And I just got in that habit. So that's actually one of the things I miss the most because having the gym still closed down. Uh, I used to go to the gym every morning by six or so, five thirty-six our time and would do 30 minutes or so of cardio. And that would actually be when I have my time to just kind of start my day, listen to podcasts, catch up on Instagram, um, kind of do my administrative stuff before I go back home and everyone's awake and kind of start my day. And I miss that a lot even right now, which is crazy, you know, cause most people are like, while you do cardio and I think Leroy you and I talked about when I was on your podcast like when you start your day and you're probably going to feel it you know you may feel it already Tom or if not you're going to very soon where even though you're getting less sleep when you start your day with an activity and you get your blood flowing you get your brain going you really are more awake than you are if you sleep in for that extra 30 minutes 40 minutes whatever the case is um, and now specifically 
during quarantine, I've definitely made more of an effort. I always eat pretty clean, but really trying to make an effort of what I'm eating and how much, just because you're not as active as you usually are. And, you know, you see a lot of people right now that are putting on a little bit of extra weight just because you eat the same as what you might have ate before, but you're not necessarily burning the same amount of calories that you're burning before. Um, and it's hard, man. I mean, I think definitely in the States, we're starting to see it a lot more of people's morales just being down, just being just blah, you know, and that's, it's really difficult. And I know my wife is definitely having a harder time now, especially than I am because I still kind of go out and work and I'm able to still work out, but she's at home with the kids, you know, all day and there's only so much you can do. So I think just trying to find something that gets you going and gets you just blood and, and energized is, is key to starting your day. Mm. Yeah, I think that it is. I mean, I, I noticed definitely when I, I mean, I'm on holiday at the moment, so I go back to school next week, I start, but it's just been, you know, when that happens, you kind of think, oh, holidays, yeah, let me like just go to bed later, let me watch more TV, let me get up later, and then you start realizing, oh, hmm, I'm not showing up in the same way or feeling as energetic as when I'm actually going to work, you know, and I think getting up, like I get up at five now, and you're totally right, bro, even though I've had less sleep or a little bit less sleep, I'm trying to get that in order because I've kind of, you know, you kind of got to calibrate, like getting yeah. to bed earlier yeah. because you've been going to bed later. Um, right. so now I'm getting about six hours at night and then I have like a nap. I have an afternoon nap because I find that that really like re rejigs my brain, which is something that I'll sure. add, but just getting up early in the morning and doing these things and especially doing a workout that's super hard because I've been doing workouts that are harder than anything I've ever done in my life before. And just that feeling, man, like when the kids come down and the wife's down and I'm like pumped and I'm like, I've had that right. just a, it's also the physical, but it's also the mental state of like, wow, I've already lived. Like if I get up at five, I live like three, two to three hours before my kids are even up. It's like, I've already done those things. And especially the physical part, just that, like you say, the blood pumping through your body, just the feeling of your body having, it's like your body feels different, right? Especially at the age of 42 now. When I haven't worked out, my body feels all like, Ugh, you know? It's all, it's all part of it. And I mean, Leroy, you know this as well. Like it's your endorphins. That's why you feel better because your body releases your endorphins. So that's why like you just feel better. That's, you know, the runner's high, which I never have felt that in my life. But, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> you know, you hear about a runner's high, but that's the same thing. as just releasing the endorphins that gets you going in the morning and starts your day right. Leroy, so, yeah, I suppose I can. What are you up to? Yeah, I've actually I found this app. So one thing I, I've had knee injuries, back injuries uh, from the army, and then obviously being in, uh, involved in the fitness industry for the last eight years. And and something that I've always struggled with is mobility and stretching, uh, especially with all the different injuries and you know recent surgeries and stuff like that. So I found this app called GoWod, um, and it's, I think it's a pretty big American app, um, but it has completely in the last two weeks changed my life. Um, just the ability to, it has a really good interface in regards to, you know, logging on and, um, you know, going through an initial startup test. So it gives you, you know, a sort of starting point and it lets you know your score, which my score was like 40% out of a hundred. It was absolutely terrible, but gave me something to then strive for, you know, and then, Every day it's got a daily routine and, you know, I've got all the time in the world. I could do three hours of stretching and mobility a day, but I just don't enjoy it. It's not like going to the gym where, you know, you're pumping the weights and like you, Tom just said, you get the pump and you feel good. It's sort of all that underlying, you know, deep stretching, deep core work that 
I, I just find boring as all hell. So, mm. you know, having actually getting my mind around, you know, enjoying stretching for once and I chuck in a good podcast or, you know, um, you know, watch a bit of Joe Rogan or something random on TV just to get me through that 10, 15 minute uh, sort of period or even half an hour. But just I'm feeling, um, you know, more mobile. Um, I'm feeling a lot better in the gym and also, you know, just a lot better with the kids. So in regards to, you know, even getting the kids out of the car with my back sometimes would be enough to, you know, throw it out. But fixing fixing the core and fixing that, um, you know, mobility up and you know it's just making me feel a lot more you know freer um you know with all the act i was actually going to ask you so you said it's it's go wad is it g-o-w-o-d yeah that's right yep so i was going to ask you guys like do either of you meditate because that was something and i don't know that i'd ever really be good at that just because i'm not one that's good at sitting and literally not doing anything but i feel like one thing that i've always said that i wanted to get better at I'm terrible at stretching, like absolutely terrible. I go in, I do a warm up set. My version of stretching is like sticking my arm against the machine for 10 seconds, feel the stretch, other arm for 10 seconds, then go straight into my workout. And right now, like my lower back is destroyed. Like I gotta go see a chiropractor tomorrow because I can't even move, can't pick up the kids, can't do anything. So it's bad. Um, so that's why like that app is really resonating right now. And I was gonna ask like, how long does that take? Cause that would be something I would wanna do cause I miss I mean, I get up early because the kids come in and wake us up, but that's something I would want to do is get up even earlier, you know, and go sit in peace and quiet, put my headphones in again to listen to my podcast since I can't go to the gym and do it, you know, and like stretch and kind of like get my day going that way. Yeah. I think the the beauty of the app is you can set it to like increments of like eight minutes, 12 minutes, 15, 20, you know, depending on what time you've got. So I started off in the first three or four days at just eight minutes because I thought, well, if I can just do eight minutes, I'm still ticking that box, but it means I'm not getting bored and that. But now I'm going up to 15 minutes every time I do it because I'm actually enjoying it and you're actually feeling the benefits and, you know, just it's not meditating as such because you still got, you know, either something visual in front of you or that something in the ears, but I'm a lot more, I guess, patient with the whole process and actually, you know, feeling the deep stretch actually feels amazing. And, and I'm much the same as you, mate. I, I'll, I'll do the warm up and preach the warm up with any sessions I do, you know, in person or, or delivering to someone. But myself, I'll go in there, a few windmills, a few trunk rotations, stretch the arm <laughs> machine. Like, yep, let's go, let's get into it, sort of exactly. thing. Um, so yeah, I'm actually um, I'm feeling good and, and and enjoying the slower pace. And so what I do is the app has got a pre-workout uh, routine that you can do. So you actually punch in right. We're doing bench press, bicep curls, and ring pull-ups today and it will actually give you the warm-up stretches you should do based on the exercise you're about doing the session and then at the end of the session it gives you a you know cool down routine based on what you've just done as well so it already knows what you just done and then on top of that there's a daily routine that you know concentrates on the testing it performed at the start of the month so it can keep improving that baseline as well so yeah i it's i've, I've trialed you know, probably 10 over the last couple of years and never found one that I've invested into. Like, I think this one's about $15 a month, which, which isn't much, but it's, it's well worth its money uh, already from what I can gather. Mm. Yeah. I can, I mean, how old are you guys actually? 34. Yeah. 35. Anthony? 
Okay, so you guys are still, okay, you guys are still getting onto the 40s. So, I mean, I'm I, like being 42, you start realizing really how you abused your body and how you didn't get into those habits. So I'm the same. Like I, I've always been active. I've done triathlons. I've done half marathons. I've done a lot of running and these things without stretching and without doing yoga and with, with kind of having sporadically times when I would stretch. But that is something that I, and I'm glad that Leroy brought it up because that's something that I want to find a space for because it's probably the one thing that's missing in my routine i do i was doing seal foot by mark divine and there's like a range of motion things that you do five minutes of it so that so that definitely does help and gets my body going and it's quite good also because you know sometimes that it can be intimidating to get on the weight straight away whereas if you have a little routine before it kind of like wakes your body up a little bit and makes you feel okay now and once you commit to the range of motion thing you're committing to the workout so so I think that's important, but I definitely think stretching or yoga or something like that should be a part of every dad's routine. Because as you say, Anthony, like your back, I feel it as well. I'm not, I'm not, I'm screwed in that I have to go to a chiropractor, but I definitely feel uncomfortable when your back's uncomfortable, your whole body. I don't know about if it's the same with you guys, but I feel uncomfortable physically. Well, your whole body's kind of linked together, obviously, right? Like, I mean, duh, but I mean, you know, your whole body is, if something's out of whack, your, the rest of your body compensates to, for that part of your body that is out of whack so that's why if you have maybe like a lower leg pain all of a sudden your neck's tweaked on the other side because the other half of your body is kind of compensating for your neck being tweaked or whatever right um i think even aside from the physical aspect for me like that i literally can't pick up my kids right now um i've noticed that if you're down or you're not working out or you're not staying healthy your morale's down and just your overall patience your overall demeanor how you are with your family maybe isn't quite what it should be before versus like if you're eating healthy, if you're staying active, if you're, you know, just doing things that help you make you happy in life really helps you in family life. Because I don't want people listening to think this is just a fitness podcast and all we're ever going to talk about is like staying fit and being active. Even though I think we all agree that it's very important to, to do that for your family and for your own sake, you know, not just because you want to be there for your kids for the long term, but just because, the general health benefits mentally and physically to make you a better person to be around, I think is there, you know? So I think it all kind of goes hand in hand. Um, but yeah, I mean, even myself right now, like I just lay on the couch all day because I can't move. It sucks, you know? So <laughs> what, what yeah. is, um, let, I'm going to throw you both on the spot right now. What is something that your kids have done this week that you've just completely either lost it with them or, it's completely just sent steam coming out your ear. We'll change it on the dial right there and take it away from any chance of being a fitness podcast. <laughs> so, okay. I mean, I'll, I'll go cause it's easy. Um, <laughs> our son is, our son is, uh, <laughs> our son is, is, it's actually really funny. You asked me that question because my wife and I literally just had a conversation tonight about disciplining our son. That should be a topic is just discipline and how we discipline and, you know, that I feel like we can draw tips and give tips. But anyway, our son is two and a half, almost three, and he is a hundred percent two and a half, almost three. And my wife and I were actually just talking about tonight about how we feel like he just doesn't listen. And we kind of got into it earlier tonight just because I snapped and I raised my voice at him to get him to listen. And she's like, I had it handled. And you know, we went back and forth on like how we're going to discipline and how we're going to work. But for him over the weekend, he, we're outside and he's playing in the water and he's at the point now where we'd be like, Hey, turn the hose off. And he looks at you and kind of goes, hey, and like laughs and smiles at you. I'm like, turn the hose off. You don't want me to come over there and do it. And he's very good about like holding it in a certain direction and thinking that he doesn't see you or you don't see him. And you go to turn it off and at the last minute he just douses you. 
and will hold <laughs> it on you to where you you're gonna get soaked to go turn the hose off and so he did that this weekend and it was after like an entire day of him not listening and us like telling him over and over again no matter what to do it like you tell him sit down he stands up you tell him stand up he sits down and so that was it i was like that you know i went to level 11 on that one because then i got soaked and i was like so yeah Mm-hmm. Now my son was just basically also, also my son yesterday he got he didn't get enough sleep so he's he's usually a pretty good kid but he's he's kind of interesting we were talking about him last night and just thinking about like how you just got to accept that people are different sometimes because he's like rude to other people he doesn't want to talk to people that he doesn't know he's four and a half and he's just he couldn't give a shit or he's shy or something and um and then last night he just was a pain in the butt and he kept on trying to make his mom mad like he was sitting next to her at the dinner table and she had the crying baby that was like a like lila who's one and a half and she was trying to deal with her and lila's like throwing food everywhere she like she literally like takes food and just throws it on the floor like on purpose yeah. and she's full of food and then she starts she's really difficult like you got to kind of work out what she wants she's one and a half so I won't, she doesn't make me lose it so much because um, I understand she's one half, but he's like deliberately like he pokes his, he poked his mom like while she was going through this and she's like, James, can you like stop like poking me? If you poke me again, like whatever. And he sits there and he's like, his finger comes out and he slowly goes there and then he like tries to poke her. And I'm like, what is wrong with you, man? Like stop doing that. And so, um, yeah, I, I, th- I think it's interesting because it's that willful, like you talk about Anthony, it's that you can always put up with like the automatic behavior sometimes because you go, okay, it's not your, your, your will. But when they start getting to the age where it's like willful, like disobedience and willfully oh, yeah. trying to actually annoy their parents, um, that's when it starts De- becoming irritating because that's defiance and, and I'll, defiance, I don't know if it's yeah. you know, or what it is, but it's kind of like, you're not listening. Like, listen to me now, you know? And then that's the thing of discipline. Yeah. Like, how do you have a consequence that is going to, well, some people don't even believe in consequences, but how are you going to have a consequence that then delivers the relationship that you want to have with your kid? I mean, that's what it's about, right? You want to have a good relationship and you feel that that kind of detracts from your relation with your kid. Yeah, 100%. It's that balance. I, I, how about I you, had this, So we went around the mum dads and they've got this uh, the pool out the backyard and we're in winter at the moment, like well, shorts and singlet, but it's it was a bit of a cold day that <laughs> other day. Cold, <laughs> yeah, it's... um. So anyway, we, we went around there, had one set of change of clothes for the kids. The wife was out with a friend at yoga or doing something. And, um, you know, I said, boys, do not go in the pool. We haven't got any more clothes. It's cold. You, you're both a bit, you know, fluey and, you know, runny nose and that. So they get the inflatable boat out, uh, the youngest one who's three, and he jumps in that and decides that he's just going to paddle around the you know, top of the pool, which was all well and good. But then... He goes to get out of the inflatable boat and my eldest one pushes him away from the edge and he just goes straight in. So that was the first, um, I lost it at that because I was like, now I've got the one that was probably, you know, on the verge of being a lot more sicker than, you know, my other son that at the time completely dunked in what felt like about minus five degree water. Um, And then my eldest, because he was frightened by (laughs) me yelling at the youngest one, he stands on the edge and goes, you know, push me in. And I'm like, why would you stand at the edge of the pool and tell your brother to push you in? And before I even had a chance to even diffuse the situation, the youngest <laughs> has come flying up and just literally pushed him in. They're both going back in the water. I'm like, oh, what the? and it was just like, now I've got two frozen kids, no spare clothes. So I ch- chucked them in the bath and drove home and got some spare clothes for them and stuff. And it was like, 
just and my, meanwhile my wife's at you know bikram yoga just all completely zen yeah, and relaxed you know, yeah relaxed <laughs> and she comes back yeah. how come the kids are changed i'm like just don't even ask it's, yeah yeah, we definitely but need to do an episode yeah. on discipline. For yeah, sure. for sure. Yeah. I, I, I'll give you one insight into discipline. Uh, yesterday, I, my son, he, he's obsessed with Nerf guns. The youngest one, he's, I think it might be the army stuff, like with all the army old like clothing and gear around the house and all that kind of stuff. He's every time we go to the shops, he wants a Nerf gun, and and I'm big softy, and half the time he gets a new one. So he's got you know. 30 nerf guns in the room he comes out last night and he's just walking around the room you know just eyeing everything off and and more his brother he's just like chasing him not actually shooting but just like pretending he's yeah. gonna actually do it anyway i said i don't care what you do don't shoot your brother shoot anything else i'll build you a target you get go shoot a cup off the you know the bench whatever you want to do anyway it comes out next minute i hear my eldest crying and he's been shot in the eye I'm like, walk out there, grab this Nerf gun that cost me about 50 bucks a couple of days prior and just broke it on my knee and just snapped it in half. And oh, I'm like, my God. And then slammed on the floor and my wife's just looking at me. Both the boys are going, what the fuck have I just done? And <laughs> yeah. anyway, that was the first time I'd broken one of their toys just out of pure like... I think you need a drink, Leroy. Yeah, oh, mate. See what happens when you don't drink here. <laughs> It's like dad life. We need a beer called dad life, I reckon. Oh, that's a good yeah. dad life beer, yeah. That would sell, man. That would <laughs> really sell. That's not a bad, bad idea. Well, that's, uh, who, that was Leroy's idea, but with your so name, we, it doesn't belong so to you. Obviously, now we obviously can't even publish this podcast because that's a great idea. Yeah, well, dad no. strong. We could have a dad strong beer. That's that'll strong, work yeah, as well. Yeah. That's, well the, that's the IPA version. It might yeah. not be the next name <laughs> of the uh, supplement range. It might be dad life, I reckon. Yeah. yeah, but anyways, Brew, I think it's I think it's interesting because obviously the podcast is about these are the reasons why we have to do the things that be on our thing because that's the same with me, Leroy. There's been times when I literally like just lose my shit, like when I'm not when I haven't been intentional, I haven't set myself up for a day with many things other than just fitness because you you mentioned it's like I do a lot more than fitness in the morning and it makes a massive difference. I mean, I read every morning, so I at the moment I'm reading like Anti Fragile by Nassim Taleb which I really recommend for everybody. It's really about how, like Anthony, what you're going through, like how chaos and trouble in your life actually makes you stronger and actually you benefit from it instead of being robust or resilient, which is basically just being okay in the situation. And then I do, I do, I started breathing now for 10 minutes, like 10 minutes breathing through like your nose, like four minutes, four seconds in, eight seconds out for 10 minutes or like a meditation just to take you, calm you down. And then journaling for me, like, journaling every morning like reading a bit of like a daily stoke which i use and then and then writing my journal about how i've been the day before and what i want to like for instance you leroy like yesterday i really lost my shit with my kids i really want to be a little bit more calm and discipline them in a more intentional way than really just losing my crap last night my wife and i got into it or like the gossip thing like today i really want to make sure that or just general reflections or sometimes an aspect i even use my journal sometimes for my podcast but that makes a massive difference for me and, and I think it's important to understand how powerful little things can be. It's not all about the massive workout, but just getting up a little bit earlier, having 10 minutes reading, 10 minutes breathing, 10 minutes or 15 minutes journaling, drinking. Like I drink a liter of water on waking up. I've also found that that's big because all of a sudden I'm like, I'm hydrated and I'm ready to go, you know? And um, so adding these little things in to our routine for me has been a game change. And I think a lot of people who don't perform at their, at their highest or even have mental issues and stuff, they don't realize how much power is in adding 
like just little things into your life or cutting out little things and how much it, like I'm being an angry guy. I don't know if I've said it on my podcast to you, Lero, when we talked, but I had like a major anger problem and it still comes out like stuff like breaking guns. Like I would, you know, just get very angry. And I just found that since I've implemented many things in my day and structured my day, I'm far less volatile to the outside world because I'm in control of my day. And when something comes up, that's not in my control, I'm more in control of myself. And so these little things that I added to my day just gives me that feeling of like, wow, I've done A, B, C, D. I'm like at eight o'clock, I've already done like seven things. I've got my day going. Now I'm ready to face the day. And whatever comes, I'm much more able to go, okay, my daughter's giving trouble getting ready for school. I used to freak out in the morning, bro. Like freak out with my kids where I'd be in the car going, on my way to work going, like, what have I done? And now I'm much more able to go, okay, take a step back. You know, you've read this, you've, you've meditated a little bit, you've written in your journal about how you want to work on this. And then all of a sudden your approach to things like that Nerf gun, because I've had very similar circumstances where I also want to smash the gun against the wall or something. And, and, and then I find I'm different. And then that's the thing I think as parents, a lot of people go, oh, my kids are so difficult. Or my wife is like this instead of going, okay, well, what am I like? Well, how do I make myself better? How do I, how do I make myself able to go into the middle of a battlefield of parenthood? Because, man, with four kids, trust me, it's like a freaking minefield. But I'm feeling great because just the working on myself. Same kids, same situation. But isn't it funny how our kids start behaving much better when we're behaving better? A lot of our kids start behaving badly because we are just all over the place and aren't like intentional, like with discipline. We're not consequent. We're reacting on everything instead of, you've done that, no TV. You've done that. Like with my son, I say to him, if you don't do that, sorry, that's, I'm very much consequence-based. I just feel that's life, right? Yeah. If you I don't work right. out, if you don't keep fit, if you eat unhealthy, you end up fat. That's life. It punishes you. So I want to teach my kids, you do this, this is what stops. You do this. If you're going to do that to me, and I ask you to stop doing that, then when you ask me, dad, can you drive me here? Or dad, can we get ice cream? I'm like, sorry, no. I asked you to do that. It was a small thing. Now you want to have this, this, and this. Sorry. Right. Yeah, it's one thing. Um, yeah. I I think you probably hit the nail on the head there. And I've been listening to an audio book on my walks every morning called The Alter yeah. Ego by Todd Herman. I'm not sure if you've heard that or, or read that mm. before. Yeah, but I've heard that. It's, he's basically the easiest way to describe it is that Clark Kent moment of going into the phone booth and then coming out as Superman. It's about putting on the suit and becoming someone else and, and listening to it, it can, you know, from a fatherhood and, you know, from a fathering point of view, you can sort of put yourself in that situation. You know, we, we have to change our suit and change the, our, you know, demeanor so many different times, you know, based on the situation that we're on with the kids, you know, from going to, you know, disciplined dad to fun dad to, you know, active dad to, you know, all these different things. And, and they really are different suits that you sort of, or different personas that you have to, you know, put on to um, really, you know, play that method, I guess. I agree. I mean, I think that's, that's absolutely it. But, you know, at the end of the day, you still have to be dad. Yeah. That's 100%. the hard part. Yeah, you know, but, I, but so, I mean, with the alter ego thing, it's, it's, it's interesting because it's like this, you've got to kind of have a motivation, you know, you've kind of got to have a goal and kind of identify with what type of man you want to be, you know, and I, I just made this decision lately. I have one life, man, and I don't have to become anything a major out there in the world to be one of the greatest men that ever lived. 
but I do. I want to be one of the greatest men that ever lived, not because of those outside things, but because I was just the fucking best father that anybody had. I want my kids to be sitting around yeah. a table or on a podcast one day going, oh, oh, my dad was, geez, my dad was there for me all the time. He was patient. He right. taught us well. He had these things. He set the example. He always kept fit. He was 80 and still throwing around my child. He's still there, like throwing around my kids and able to play. And I think that's the thing is to get the motivation to understand you can do it. And it's not because I've had, I mean, I've had things that have been in my life that, that kind of would disqualify me from becoming like that, honestly. And I wouldn't have thought it possible. But now by doing these things in my life, I go from someone who would have thought, oh, I can never be a great dad because I'm so like all over the place or whatever to someone who's going, wow, I'm really actually getting there. Not because I'm amazing and everything. And that's the thing. I don't want people to think like, oh, wow, these, it's not about that. It's not arrogant at all. It's just basic practical things in my life and then the, the inner knowledge to know I want to be that I want to be right. that kind of father that leaves a legacy and we use these catchphrases but it's really not a catchphrase for me it's really that thing of like and my legacy at the moment it's definitely not like that yet it's definitely the the nerf gun legacy that I'm going to leave you know it's going to be my kids at the moment will still if I would die today will still remember their dad freaking out a lot of the times and so there's work to be done in the next few years and my twins are nine my little boy is four my baby's one and a half. And so I've got a bit of grace, right? Anthony, you mentioned like kids don't remember stuff, but we need to find that motivation and that reason and that why that our kids are so impacted by our lives. Like it's, we have to do the work, bro. It's not about us. And well, the world needs great people. And how do we make, how do we raise great people is by being great dads, like by being great at what we do as fathers and by putting our kids first and our family first. And, and really for me, it's like, I said to my wife last night, I said, I want to get to the point where I value you more than I value myself. I want to get to the point where I care more about how you feel today than I do. And I want to do that with my kids as well. And, that, and what's weird, isn't it weird? It doesn't actually make you less of a man or enjoy life less. It makes, it makes you, you enjoy life more which by it serving others. Yeah. yeah. So that it's motivation. It's not a catchphrase, by the way. What's your catchphrase? It's not a catchphrase. It, it's not a catchphrase. That's dad about apparel's slogan. What's the slogan? They'll, they'll leave your legacy. Oh, really? That's our, that's, that, yeah, it's our motto. That's the, that's yeah, the motto. Of the, yeah. Our story is pretty funny. Isn't it funny, Anthony? My, my slogan, without ever having connected with you and whatever, I told Anthony my slogan and he goes, I'm wearing a t-shirt with that on right now. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. bullshit. And then he shows yeah. me this picture, love leadership legacy or something to similar thing, bro. I was right. like, no way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. bizarre. But we have hats. We have hats that say leave your legacy. And then the kid's hat, and imagine the kid, the kid's hat is the legacy. Uh, I've trademarked that, by the way, or both of those. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. Oh, Anyways, guys, yeah. I reckon that's been a pretty good episode. What do you think? Yeah, I like it, man. All right, we're getting I like there, it. I suppose. Yeah. Well, I reckon that's been a great week, guys. If you're listening out there and you've got any topics, questions, um, mm. or, or funny stories on how you've disciplined kids or your Nerf gun moment, then make sure you comment uh, in the in the show notes or on on the social media, and then that way we can compare notes and um, yeah, see who's got the best story, and um, we can make make note of it and share it with the podcast listeners next week. Yeah. And as always, you guys, please share, comment, like, and just tell your friends about it. That's how we can grow this. So mm. screenshot it, share it on your stories, um, tag us in it so that we can reshare it. But yeah, please help us spread this. Yeah, and here's to an awesome dad life. And Tom, you go enjoy no your doubt. camping. Go enjoy your week. Oh, yeah, I'm about to. Yeah, enjoy oh, your oh. holiday, man. 
I've got this hectic workout looming after this. So I'm kind of like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm about to go have seven o'clock um, in the morning now. Pre-workout myself and um, get out there and get it going. Mm-hmm.